All right, welcome back to the Canadian Gun Vault. We're going to have a brief brief podcast on this subject because I think it's important enough to talk about and I think that you guys are going to look at Coach Nick look he's, look, look, he's look, not right? even plugged in like over he's there. not even plugged in over there both of you put it back in your pants all right <laughs> <laughs> all right we gotta we gotta talk about this the hydrochloroquine doctors okay what's going on we've got we've got a group of doctors okay so these are not these are not people that are not certified they're doctors right they've Perform studies and have actually treated hundreds of patients with this um, anti-malaria drug. Anti-malaria oh, drug. Anti-malaria, anti-arthritis, uh, and there was one other thing. Okay, it's right. been used yeah. and prescribed for fifty years. I think. Okay, so you have this uh, <clears throat> combination of drugs described by uh, this group of doctors, and of course they have their spokespeople uh, <laughs> right up front. And they say that they've had some positive, and I, and I don't, I don't, I don't care if uh, you know you want to say that uh, she's a voodoo high priestess and there's such a thing as demon seed, uh, whatever the case may be. Uh, if you've got studies that may indicate that people's lives could be saved by the use of this uh, combination of relatively inexpensive, uh, safe to use. Um, pharmaceuticals that you wouldn't want to explore it and yet on Instagram and on Facebook and on every other form of social media these Muted. videos are being torn down on Twitter they're coming down all over the place like this woman has just uh, expressed and uh, it's it's Miss Miss Emanuel is that her name yeah, yeah. Miss Emanuel um, you know expressed her experiences and uh, of course it was backed uh, by a grouping of doctors that all feel the same way I couldn't help but note that there was um, a great deal of focus on I don't care, you know, if they're going to punish me for this. It's important. It, it, it's going to save American lives. Like, I mean, that's where this woman was coming from, this impassioned she speech. She got fired, I think, eh? You know, what... what one, of, one of the doctors got fired. <clears throat> oh, you know, like, there's definitely... Uh, I think the first girl that spoke got canned. Oh, really? So, welcome. Here comes lawsuit now. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, 100%. You know so, so, you've got, you know, uh, freedom of speech seemingly being suppressed because, I mean, it's not it's not like it's the dangerous and harmful information that it's being um, deemed as by some element of Instagram or Facebook. Like, these videos Twitter. and these kinds of, um, you know, information sound bites that are going out to the public are being censored terribly. Well, the funny thing is, and for any of you out there have left-leaning friends that are saying, well, you can, you can, there's, a, there's a popular argument right now that you can use to uh, uh, argue in favor of, of hydrochloroquine. So for all your left-leaning friends out there saying that, that chastise you for not wearing a mask because they say, well, if it just saves one life, you wearing a mask saves one life, fair enough. Well, maybe, maybe hydrochloroquine could save a life too it's the exact same argument it can, if it can save just one life why not look into it why not especially because it's been around for 50 years has been prescribed and used safely for 50 years to treat a myriad of uh, ailments and in 2005 fake Fauci came out and publicly stated that it combats the corona, uh, the coronavirus different strain or whatever but so again if it just saves one life shouldn't we try listen oh you want to investigate put some money into hydrochloroquine i'll happily wear a mask how about we do the little trade-off there 
Uh, why should it even be a subject up for debate? It right? should have just been checked out anyways. It, it, you know what? Like, well, first of all, first of all, it's worthy of checking out. And second of all, uh, I don't like the idea of it being pulled down everywhere it goes simply because somebody disagrees. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know who's making, you know, who's setting, who's who gets setting, the final call. Yeah, who's who's setting the criteria for what's uh, what's healthy and harmful and what's not. not the because, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you you've got to you got to understand, man. Like, you know, the idea that. Uh, an idea could be that suppressed that actually might be a good one is frightening. And why would anyone want to do that? Scary you know, shit. like why wouldn't you want to look into it? I mean, doesn't that doesn't that contradict the Hippocratic oath that doctors have to take? Yeah, you would think you think it would. Right, and uh, for anybody out there that you know like, wants to jump on the board to, that bandwagon, and and, and I, I think I, the Hippocrat, Hippocratic oath avows doctors to kind of always work in the best interest of the patient, right? So wouldn't this be, even if, okay, so maybe you're wrong, but are you still not operating in the best interest of the patient by exploring possible avenues of, of treatment? Yeah, no, no, you, you think. Uh, you know what? It makes total sense to me. Total sense, total right? sense. Like, what do, you, what do you make of that whole mess? I the, the censorship of information is just absolutely disgusting that we have right now. Like let, let's let's bring it to Instagram. This is the perfect perfect thing. People getting shadow banned yeah. for showing things that someone at the top doesn't agree with. Let let's bring it to the firearms community. How many firearms pages are being shadow banned because they are showing all these different uh, cool guns in use or. Any, anything. A, anything anything they disagree with, they yeah. can kind of shut down. And I mean, and for the people out there that are listening and that, that don't know what shadow banning is and would want to know, uh, you need to know that as a as a Instagram page or, you know, a Facebook site or whatever you like, there's there's reach involved where you reach out to the public and, and appear in their feeds. And uh, that that activity is being suppressed, uh, it seems, for, for right-leaning uh, conservative uh, type sites. And, you know, it, it seems to only affect us when we get into political matter, uh, I've noticed. And uh, you basically go into, you know, a penalty box where not as many people see, <laughs> you know, what it is that you're putting out there in terms of information. And, you know, you got to question who gets to control, you know, what qualifies as unacceptable and uh, what, what, you know, what is uh, worthy of being out there for the public. I don't like the idea of, you know, having someone censor my thoughts that much that I can't put out a good one even. George Orwell. Okay, so here you go. I swear to fulfill to the best of my ability and judgment this covenant. I will respect the hard-won scientific gains of those physicians in whose steps I walk and gladly share such knowledge as is mine with those who are to follow. The Hippocratic Oath is an oath of ethics historically taken by physicians. It is one of the most widely known of Greek medical texts. In its original form, it requires a new physician to swear by a number of healing gods to uphold specific ethical standards. So, kind of sounds to me that if you're cutting off a potential avenue of of um, treatment, that that would imply that you potentially could be acting unethically based on what I just read. Uh, you know, my ears perk up at uh, the sound of the words healing gods. <laughs> you know, I, I got to tell you, I've... I've well, because met- it's based on ancient Greece, right? That sure. Was- that was, uh, yeah. Sure. I do enjoy Greek food. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to go get a hero after this. <laughs> 
No, no. You know, like uh, for for all the doctors out there that are taking good care of their patients, you know, uh, hats off to you. You know, uh, it's I'm sure been an interesting time uh, to be a, a physician mm-hmm. throughout COVID season. Uh, Especially you know, those new grads that just got out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, hopefully they're not being indoctrinated by bullshit in in medical school, and they're just take talking, sticking to needles and th- taking temperatures and actual things. I mean, they do have to take ethics courses as well, right? Yes. You, you which would, which you, you would you would but, think? Well, no, no, they do. But I, I'm just, it's the content of the ethics courses. Sure. So are the ethics courses based on classic ethics, or are they based on? Uh, ethics that are grounded in political ideology. How's that one for you? Ooh, Ooh that's a good one. Like that? Any doctor listening? Mic drop now. Mm. Any doctor listening that has just graduated? We'd love to hear your input. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm oh, curious. Yeah. I'm curious to what they what the new grads are taught. I have, a, I have a doctor buddy that's in that's in uh, in North Carolina. He's been practicing for a bit though. But I'm I'm curious. Maybe I'll reach out to to Barnsey and say, listen, what, what kind of ethics do they teach you? What is the, what, are, you know, was there any, was there any, uh, political input, political underlyings? Yeah. Hmm. To, to the ethics courses that you were taught when, and he went, he, he actually went to medical school in Ireland. Yeah. So maybe it's a bit different over there. So, hmm. well, uh, I can tell you ordinarily, I got nothing but respect for doctors. Although, uh, the doctors for protection against guns sounds a little bit, that's a little, uh, that's an oxymoron. You know, there, there's, there's a group of like, what is it? Like seven doctors. I think so. So, yeah. you know, led yeah. by, um, was it, the uh, Alan couple Drummond. Of, Alan Drummond, I think, is his name. A couple of them are quite loose cannons, too. Well, you know, that, that's that's what I was getting to. You know, so I, thank I, God they don't have firearms licenses. Yeah, you know, <laughs> judging from some of the things coming out of a few people's mouths, you know, you, you'd wonder whether or not they couldn't get charged underneath some sort of professional standard. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. That, but appara- professional conduct. Yeah, but apparently maybe ethics laws. But, but apparently, but apparently, uh, the what um, the threshold. Is has not been met, despite some of the most interesting things I've ever seen come out of a doctor's mouth on uh, some of the tweets that I've read. But uh, ordinarily, we got nothing but respect for doctors, and uh, they well, it's, ser- again, don't let one bad apple bo- spoil yeah. the bunch. Just yeah, like yeah. you get some some idiot that happens to be a gun owner, oh, sure. right? yep. you know. But exact I, I, same thing. We we have to give them the the we have to give it the 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 benefit of the doubt. Like we are asking for the benefit of the absolutely. doubt, not getting lumped in with Criminals. with the people that exactly. No, 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 no. I, ab- absolutely. I I've always been of the opinion that you know that eighty percent of the uh, public is uh, quite good. Uh, naturally, and uh, I'm sure that doctors are no different. I'm sure the bulk of the doctors that are out there have their um, uh, patients' uh, interests at heart. Uh, it's it's definitely uh, obvious that they've probably, in many ways, been uh, stressed out. Can you imagine being a, a, the spouse of a doctor at the beginning of COVID season Oof. when we didn't know what this thing was? Like, you know, chaos. You know, well, I, yeah. felt, I felt so bad for the people yeah. that were working in those areas, not chaos. knowing what we were dealing with, and, and the kind of panic that that might cause. Well, considering the fact that everything they initially said was way overblown. Oh, yeah. Yep. Exploded. Like that big... Think about uh, the the hospital in Burlington where they, they took... They they blocked off they the tents, enti- they tents. They, bu- they blocked off the entire Field parking hospitals. lot, one of yeah. the parking lots, yeah. to erect a giant emergency COVID tent was never used. Yeah. The projections were all wrong. Uh, definitely what qualified as a COVID-related death was somewhat questionable on both sides of the border. Which is still in 
question today. Yeah. Well, you know what? You've got some people reporting uh, inaccurate numbers. Mm-hmm. We're seeing, you know, quite a bit of that. Uh, I definitely think that you got to start to think about things like the integrity of the next election. It, it really would appear that the uh, mail-in ballot push from the Democratic Party, uh, you know, is going to probably fall in concert with uh, the second wave, as yes. I do air quotes. Yes. Uh, you know, like definitely keeping this fear alive. If anybody thought that there was no benefit to anyone keeping the uh, the fear of the coronavirus alive, I could tell you that there definitely is one group that may benefit from it, and they're the ones that have been acting up and certainly causing problems uh, quite often, it seems, in uh, American politics. You know, like we talked about Nancy Pelosi earlier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you but- know, like there's, there's all kinds of interesting characters. If you haven't watched <laughs> American politics, I could tell you that, you know, for the people out there that don't think that Canadians should have anything to do with American politics, I, I would tell you you're foolish. Just take a watch. If you don't pay attention to what goes on down there, they have an enormous impact on what happens up here and uh, definitely should be a point of interest for all Canadians to watch some of that American politics. Uh, there's some really colorful personalities down there. Uh, again, I, I touched on Miss Pelosi, uh, who seems well, to... When, she, when she's sober... You know, I was going <laughs> to say, you know, like I was going to defend her and say, well, maybe her, you know, um, dentures were falling out. That might have caused the slur. But, but no, but like... <laughs> the, you're not buying the, it, the eh? Quip, the, 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 quip. the clip that I watched today, there's no way that she wasn't drunk. And I'm not trying to <laughs> feed into the, the running joke like... You know, like cr- creepy Joe who sniffs everybody, that kind of thing. But yeah. I'd never seen, I had never seen, like I'd always seen, whenever I saw Pelosi speak, she was. Like it was like just somebody regular speaking, but this one I I, I so didn't was, know I didn't know where that 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 stigma came from, and then I saw it today. I'm like. Holy Christ! There like it she, is. Like there she, it is. She was slipping and sliding. Like she, she did, like she put vodka on the Cheerios in the oh, morning. Like, did, 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 did she like really, it was bad. She, so she showed up cut, is what you're saying. Like she looks like she, she was looks, on a podium she, and, and, and at a press conference, and she was like, lit. she was slurring, like she couldn't Ooh. pronounce words. You know, I it's 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 funny, like to think that the Democratic Party has put forward any kind of candidate or any, like I mean, like <laughs> like watching Joe Biden uh, talk now has become a great source of entertainment for me um, and, and to hear that he's leading in the polls is 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 actually so so funny to watch um, you know like there's absolutely no way anybody in their right mind would vote for anybody that's I don't that's know like how that. he could be leading in the polls because he, he he barely speaks publicly anymore yeah oh they because he keep, forgets they... <laughs> A where he is <laughs> yes. B who he is C what he's supposed to be talking about B who the person the name of the person yep. speaking to well, which him which state he's at and when he comes and when he and then he, he's like, hey did I sniff you recently like he doesn't know what he's supposed to be talking about uh, uh, honestly if there's anything to the tinfoil hat theorists theories right that he he will actually be proof that they can get the American people to vote for anybody, anybody. if he wins this election it means that whatever whatever MK ultra brainwashing package that they've worked up over the last 40 years is MK ultra, co- MK ultra. It's, hey, there you McGill go. University right is that where it came from? That's where the, well, they didn't do it on U.S. soil. Yes, they did it on Canadian soil. Oh. McGill University was very instrumental in that whole program. Like they did experiments there. Like that—that that was one of the bases, if not the base, for that 
for that uh, intelligence program or whatever it's classified as. Well, you know, if you were a comic book collector, you would know that uh, Canada was the home of Alpha Flight. And, and you know, the fir- their very first books were created in the early 80s. And that was uh, well, John, 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 John Byrne. I, well, no, I, I know, I know. But we're I, going I, off the no, sideways. No, hold on, hold on. You're, pulling, you're pulling a Pelosi. I mean, you know I'm pulling you know, a Biden but, right now. But, no, no, you know what? Wait, hold on. I want to put I'm the, not uh, sniffing anyone. Wait, you know what? I'm, I'm going to fit this in. I'm going to fit this in for a second because I think it's kind of funny. Back in, like, literally 1981, I read a comic book. And it was the very first comic book that my best friend, Adrian, handed to me. Okay, I had just gone through my parents' divorce. Hold and on, hold on. Hold on, I'm getting to it. I'm getting no, to no, it. I was going to say, it, was, it right? was in reference to your story. Okay, so I, I, you know what? I ended up going to a new school uh, when I was going into grade six, and I hooked up with um, my buddy, who was a Filipino kid. And he had. He's com- not Filipino anymore. He's, 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 well, he's, he, he said he was he, Filipino. Well, he, he is a Filipino. Right? He is still. So I, I actually hooked up with this guy and in Spanish. No, no you, are you done? We became best friends. Of course, I went to his house and was introduced to a completely different diet I had never seen before. And, and oh, I mean, but great food though. Oh, I'm, that's so what I mean. Good. Un- yeah, so unbe- good. unbelievable food. Great spring rolls. The, homemade the, spring the, rolls. The, the, the Filipino diet, like when you get into like adobo. Yeah. Oh, adobo. Oh, adobo. Oh, you didn't have balu, oh, did you? I, you know what? I couldn't bring myself to eat the balut. No, I, I, no I, I, I spent a lot of time as <laughs> no a, bo- both as a police officer and uh, as, as a partner to uh, a Filipino spouse. Uh, I got my glimpse into the Filipino community. Great music, like fun, like at weddings, kind of like people. They, they they definitely love that magic mic that you sing into. I never could do it. Never scored me right. I Not, not that I was uh, much of a, a singer, but you know what? Spending time with my buddy Adrian, he had comic books getting back to it he had comic books and so i flipped through this alpha flight which was supposed to be a canadian superhero team like the x-men that was a comic comic book it was alpha flight alpha flight was a comic book and it was a comic book that was uh penned by a man named john Byrne, who was a a really famous x-men artist for years and he did some other things Mm. but but he wanted to do he was a canadian and he was one of the most popular and sought after uh comic book artists for marvel in the uh you know 70s and 80s and so he wanted to have his own team. He was Canadian. He wanted to have his own team from Canada. So as I flip through these pages and I'm reading the beginnings of the team, like it's like an origin story in this, this first edition of this book, I see there's Pierre Elliott Trudeau saying, you know, tough shit. Uh, Wolverine is going to be brought back. We spent a lot of good money on him. And so, like, there I am, even as a a 10-year-old kid, looking at this comic book, and I'm reading, and I'm seeing what looks like uh, Pierre Elliott Trudeau. John Byrne was an excellent artist. And he's really a grim character, and, you know, you can tell, you know, as you read through his brief appearance in the book, that he's an asshole. Like, even as a 10-year-old kid, you could see, it's like, I don't care. He's a bad guy. If he wasn't happy, bring him back here. We've invested a lot of money. He's he's, He's an investment. You know, we've invested time and energy in that that particular uh, weapon system. You know, it really was you know a case of uh, you know making this you know person a number, and so that was my first introduction to Pierre Elliott Trudeau and and in some degree politics, politics. as a child. Right? As, I, as I I could see that there was definitely some things going on behind the scenes the public didn't know about, and uh, there certainly were uh, times when uh, a government official would be terribly unfeeling, and it just happened to be Pierre Elliott Trudeau. So that was that was me uh, back in the eighties. Did they the, in the comic book? You flip to the back and you can order 
Remember the army man you could order? Oh and the yeah, little, and the little foot locker. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I remember. I remember there were there were and the, uh, and cap the sea, guns and the sea, back there. Not the seahorses. What were they called? Were they called not seahorses? Sea monkeys. Sea, sea monkeys. monkeys. Sea monkeys. What were those things anyway? I don't know. Some. Did they, were they actually living things? I don't think so. Did they ever yeah, work? Hold on. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna get the Google over. They came in. They came in like a. Package and it was like powder. I, it was like fun. I dip. never, I never, I never took delivery of any animals. Or, 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 like I remember once, I think I ordered the one of the cap guns, and when it came, it was so ridiculous. They're a type of shrimp. They're a type of shrimp. Yep. Okay, so there you go. There you go. You could order, yeah, was, you, you could order, order shrimp back then. It was, it was, it was sea book. monkeys and army men. I, you know what? I, I remember, and like you could cut them out, right? Like they were like coupons you had to mail in. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and, and some guys, I suppose, cut cut their comic books up. Uh, some of those things are worth quite a bit these days. Probably cried out. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, uh, I certainly had my comic book collection growing up. And uh, that was one of my hobbies at one point in my life. It was a real passion uh, before I discovered motorcycling and uh, firearms. You know, it uh, it was quite a transition. You know, for years working as a police officer, I got away from firearms. And then I returned, uh, you know, to this community. And uh, it, it really has become a fantastic place. You know, seeing people enjoying, you know, the, uh, you know, activities uh, that, that revolve around a similar interest. It's really a lot of fun, uh, you know, to be around safe, responsible people up here uh, at the uh, firing ranges. Uh, I've definitely had my, my fun going uh, lately out there and uh, busting a few birds with the people at the Hamilton Gun Club. Uh, Silverdale has been a fantastic host to us recently as well. Uh, you know, we're hoping to do a little traveling this year. We may actually even get out to BC at some point <laughs> where we hear, where we hear memberships are, are Very ridic cheap. ridiculously... Very cheap. Right, inexpensive. I hate you. I hate you. Anyway, you know what? What do you uh, What do you think, Coach Nick? I see you over there. Minor thought. No, no, no I'm good. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, you know, I, I definitely wanted to talk about you know that particular subject uh, before we uh, wrapped up tonight. Uh, I definitely wanted to tell people to uh, make your donations if you can. Uh, these are tough times, but if you can make any kind of donation to the CCFR. Uh, towards the legal challenge, we actively encourage people to uh, join their organization, uh, make your voice heard. Uh, definitely keep an eye on their uh, their broadcasts. Uh, they do some great podcasts. Support, and, yeah, support. You know, yeah, definitely uh, some important information flowing from the CCFR, and uh, you know, spending a little time uh, talking to the people from uh, that group. It looks like we're going to have ourselves one hell of a bang up. Uh, you know. Uh, team of lawyers working on uh, probably our best legal challenge ever in firearms in Canadian history in Canadian history and it will be it will be historical absolutely this could completely change the face of the industry uh, certainly the direction uh, of our community uh, this is one of those all or nothing type it's events. a Hail Mary pass yeah, it, is. It, it, is. it is it is and uh, you know what uh, we don't we don't think that we're ever going to get a better chance than uh, you know having right Solomon Freeman in yep. that mix uh, certainly inspired a lot of confidence on my end uh, you know if it's doable uh, he'll get it done. Get it done. Yeah, well, he's got. There's uh, other fantastic members of that crew, and uh, that's uh, something we're going to leave for another podcast, though. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Thank you so much for joining me, Webley guy. As uh, always. Right. Good times. Good times. Always uh, a pleasure having you here, Coach Nick. You ready to wrap it up? I am, sir. All right, buddy. I've about had enough too. Tie anyway. knot on that. All right. Well, folks, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe. <laughs>